Welcome to About the Winelands. In this show, we'll be chatting to leaders, influencers, wine producers, restaurants, winelands businesses, and other role players. Tune in every Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday for our latest episodes. You will find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram TV, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Good day, everyone, and welcome back to About the Winelands. Today, I'm talking to SJ Kruger. Um, SJ is a, a is a owner and founder of Late Bloomer um, Boutique Winery. Hi, SJ. Uh, thank Hi. you for visiting us. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. So, SJ, um, tell us a little bit more about um, yourself and how did you get involved in the wine industry? Uh, so basically, where Lad Bloomer started is in a, in a garage in Johannesburg. Um, my father actually started making wine in his garage in Johannesburg. I mean, he spent some he spent some time on a wine farm, learned how to do it, and yeah, then he used to bring his grapes to to Joburg and make it himself. Um, where I got involved is obviously we we started liking his wine, and we thought, hey, he's actually got some talent in making the wine, and. Uh, me and a few friends own a wedding venue in Pretoria and we wanted to kind of see if we could make the wine there but um, just the cost of getting the grapes and the barrels and equipment there was so expensive that we decided to go to Stellenbosch and do it there and then people started liking the wine and um, yeah that's where we are now growing the winery growing the brand a little bit. So did you guys move down to Stellenbosch? Uh, yes, my dad stays in Stellenbosch. I'm still in Pretoria. I um, still have some other things to do here as well, other businesses and a full-time job as well. Okay, so you're quite busy. So tell me, um, it's an amazing story, you know. There's not a lot of guys that started making uh, wine in a garage. How did you, uh, yeah. was your dad always interested in wine or where did this interest come from? Yeah, so he's got a passion for wine. He loves wine. He's always, I mean, he, I think we, myself and even my brother and some of my friends, I mean, we got the wine passion and the, the, the interest from him. I mean, he's always wanted to do it. I mean, since I can remember, he was always telling us how he's going to learn to make wine. And I think, uh, and the ripe age of 52, he decided that was, it was time for him to learn how to make his own wine. That's awesome. And you yourself, are you a, a wine lover as well? Yes, I'm a wine lover. I'm, I'm not a wine maker, but I do love wine. I love good wine. I like the story and I like the, 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 the skill and the craft that goes into making it. Okay. So um, it seems like Late Bloomers um, is, is a very much a family business. So can you tell us a bit more about Late Bloomers? How many people are involved and what, what are the roles of each of you? Uh, so basically, um, so basically we, it's, we've got my dad is making the wine mostly on a part-time basis. Um, down in Stellenbosch, we also get some assistance from the seller. We, we share a seller with some other wineries, get a lot of assistance and advice from the, from the guys that have got lots of experience there. Um, and then basically it's me and three friends who um, invested in the, in the in the winery and to get it going. Okay. And are you involved in, in the business as well, in the marketing or any, any other aspects of the business? Yeah. So I basically run the marketing side of it. Um, I've got, you've got Mr. that you've obviously now dealt with who sets it up is our social media guy. And then, yeah, both the marketing sales, a lot of the planning stuff. Um, I mean, when, everywhere, when we sit down to decide what we're going to do is basically um, me and my dad and we decide what worked the previous year and what we're going to do this year. So I run the most of the business side of it and a little bit of the finance and so on. How long have you guys been going? Uh, I think the first bottle of wine was made in 2012. Um, and then we decided at the, in 2015, when the opportunity came along, 
for us to do to expand this maybe and get it back turn it into a business and and a dream i mean the passion the, the dream we wanted to have a winery um so in 2015 i think we sold our first bottles under the light bloomer um label in 2016 we started actually selling it oh, excellent so tell me um your winemaking philosophy at light bloomers how would you describe that so we we want to make wine for drinking we we used to joke and say no you know why, uh, awards are for ponies and wine is for drinking i think we, we that's basically our philosophy so we want people to enjoy the wine we're not we're not making wine um to to go and get a bunch of awards but we want people to drink the wine have stories great memories get families to get together open wine i mean we love nothing more than getting photos from uh, our clients um who basically tell us how they're enjoying the wine so it's great having awards and um, I think we want to get to a point where we actually are able to um, kind of enter some of our uh, competitions with our wine. But the, the goal for us, the main philosophy is to make wine that people can enjoy with their family and friends. Okay, interesting. So um, can you tell us a bit more about the wines that you make and especially about the wine, the one called the Farnese Fusion Range? That sounded quite interesting. Yeah, so basically, we, we currently we're making five wines. We're adding uh, another one, but basically, we've got a, a, a Sauvignon Blanc called Summer. Uh, basically, we, it's a nice fruity, it's an easy drinking wine, some real summer wine that you can have on your soup on a hot day. I mean, we, we've got a rosé called Candy Floss. A lot of people think it's sweet, but it's actually not. It's got a nice sweet uh, aroma, but actually, it's a dry, light rosé. This year, we made it from Pinot Noir grapes. Um, we've got a Syrah. Grapes come from Elgin, so we've made it, made it a nice, light, not a heavy, full-bodied Shiraz, but a nice, light Syrah. Uh, we've got Mengsel, which is like a Bordeaux-styled wine, a um, little bit more full-bodied. It's a blend, Merlot, Cab, Petit Fidot. And then the Farnese Fusion, which is our flagship, is basically named after my grandfather, Farnie. I think he instilled a lot of the passion we've got for wine and the craft and the skill that goes into it. And we basically took his three favorite cultivars, which is Cabernet Sauvignon, um, Merlot, and Shiraz, and made it an equal blend of the three. Um, we wanted to make something that was really easy to drink, and as easy to drink as it was spending time with him. Um, he was an extremely gentle soul. We wanted that to come through in the in the wine. So did he also make um, wine in his garage? No, no, no. He, <laughs> he just liked drinking it, but no, he did not make wine. Okay. So your typical customer um, that you have, what what does that customer look like? So we've we've had a mixed bag, if I put that way. Um, we've had people, uh, young people, older people, um, all across South Africa. What we uh, our wines are a bit lighter though than some of the other farms in South Africa. So we we haven't really necessarily made wine for the heavy wine drinkers, like the full-bodied heavy tannin wine. So it's normally people that that like something a little bit lighter and easier to drink if I put it that way. But yeah, we are releasing a new cab, which will probably appeal to the, the heavy wine drinkers this year. So, I mean, wine is quite a competitive industry. So how did you guys, um, how did your dad start selling his wine? Family and friends, or how did he, how did he manage to build the market? It's quite interesting. Yeah, so when he, when he started making wine, I think uh, he used to tell us a story, a, a bit of a joke, and he said he, he thought he could make the wine cheaper because, I mean, he likes drinking wine. So if he could make the wine cheaper and drink it himself, then, then buying all, everyone else's wine, I mean, it would be a win for him. And it turned and obviously, he kept on handing the wine out to his friends. He wasn't selling it and it kind of built up a following and people always wanted his wine and people started saying, but listen, uh, my friends came to me and said, hey, can I buy some of your dad's wine? And that kind of started the thing and saying, but hey, maybe... 
it's it's something we can do. I mean, it's a, it's been a dream for us. It's a pipe dream. So maybe it's something we do. We start making wine to sell, and yeah, here we are. That's amazing. So, um, are you selling only in the local market, or are you ex exporting as well? Um, at the moment, we're still very small, um, and we don't. I don't think we really produce enough to export. But I th the goal is to eventually get to a point where we can export our wines and kind of create a bit of a global, uh, yeah, client base. So you're, I mean, you're involved in marketing at the moment. So what is your um, um, strategy in terms of marketing? Do you do you find that avenues like social media and that are growing in importance? Uh, yes, definitely. I think we've been lucky because we've had our wedding venue, which is extremely popular in Gauteng, um, and 80 percent of our guests have been ordering our wine. So we've kind of been getting that exposure there in the area in Gauteng, and we've kind of through that we've um, gotten a lot of return customers. Uh, we do a lot of pop-up tastings and events and we kind of created a bit of a loyal client base that keep on coming back for, for wine to us. And that's kind of allowed us to not I don't know, focus too much on social media, but I think with the current circumstances, we've had to up our game on the social media and online platforms. And I can already see the exposure we're getting and a lot more people that are interested and curious about wine. So, uh, I mean, social media, I think, is going to be a, a play massive impact in everyone in the wine industry in the next um, few months or even years. So your your avenues has been basically through your uh, your your wedding venue and direct to customer customers that buy directly from you. You're yeah. not using any distributors yeah. at the moment, right? Uh, no, no. We we like so we still fairly small. I mean, and and we we kind of build up a client base that we focus on um, and servicing them and growing that client base. I mean, I think at one stage I, I probably know ninety percent of our customers. I mean, every time we sell a bottle of wine to someone, we we follow up with a WhatsApp saying, "Hey, did you actually enjoy it? Give me good feedback, bad feedback." And we've kind of, kind of, I think the story behind the wine is what what got people to got hooked, that get people hooked on it. Oh, that, that's interesting. So, I mean, your wedding menu at the moment is that still closed? Uh, yes, we 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 closed obviously now with uh, COVID nineteen lockdown. And no idea when you're going to open yet, right? Uh, no. So the, there's a coffee shop portion and a pizza. Pizzas and so on that are that have been selling on takeaway, um, and then obviously now with uh, with the restaurants open, we will probably open the coffee shop. It's on, on a, also on a farm with cycling trails and so on, so it actually uh, allows us to open that up a little bit. Okay, okay, but you're not you won't be able to sell wine there. Uh, no, we don't. We don't sell wine, obviously, for on consumption. Mm. But um, for off consumption, we do. I mean, like I said, a lot of our customers know that we've got the wine, so they do come and order from us. Okay, that's interesting. Um, well, we're talking about the lockdown and everything. I mean, the coronavirus has forced everyone to, you know, rethink about their businesses. I mean, you you basically um, um, just told me you've got a wedding business, which is is is, in, is basically still in lockdown, and then also your your wine business. Um, have you guys made any plans, new ideas? To, to you know, what are you, what are you what are you thinking in this this time? Yeah. So in terms of, like I said, in terms of our market strategy, we've, we've kind of been communicating directly and building relationships with our customers and, and we deliver at their houses. Um, we're lucky that we've got a, a, the restaurant here in, in Pretoria that we can actually use as a kind of distribution point for Gauteng. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we, we're focusing mostly online. I mean, we're not a wine farm. We, we're a winery. Uh, we're not open to the public at the winery. We, we, most of our events and tastings have been pop-up tastings and so on. And I think we'll probably keep staying that way. We want to be flexible, nimble. I mean, if the market changes or the circumstances changes, we want to be able to change with it. 
And I think being online is probably the easiest way for a small winery like ourselves to, to do that and keep in touch and build and maintain those relationships with our customers and, and leverage all that. Do you have an online shop where customers can, can order directly or how does ordering work? Yes, so you can order online um, from our stop, from our website. And then we also obviously take a lot of emails, get emails for with our customer base and WhatsApps. And then we are busy uh, one, with one or two other platforms, online platforms also to start selling it. That's not our website, but it's also online stores. Okay, that's amazing. Uh, do, do you have anything um, uh, special that you're offering at the moment or, or, or you know, specials for customers or anything like that at the moment? Yes. So at the moment, we're running a special on our summer Sauvignon Blanc. We call it, I really miss summer, seeing that it's been really cold and hunting for the last few weeks. Um, <laughs> and if you buy 12 bottles, we give you free delivery and 10% discount. Um, we're also running a competition until the end of the year for everyone that subscribes to our, our newsletter. Um, we, we're sharing the stories of the different wines on our newsletter and some stories about the team and so on. And if you subscribe, you can, you can win a, box of, a mixed box of wine every month until December. So we're doing that. And then, yeah, at the end of this month, we're releasing our new Fonis Fusion Blend, um, which we'll probably have a nice uh, special on. And then also the new Signature Cab that's coming out later, which will be quite special. It's only 2,500 bottles will be made of that. Okay. And do you deliver countrywide or do you have any... Yes, we deliver countrywide. Uh, obviously, in the big metro areas like Western Cape and Gauteng, we can do free delivery, but we can ship anywhere in the country. Okay, so you use a courier service. How are you finding um, logistics at this stage? Because I've been speaking to a lot of, um, you know, the, the, a lot of, I've talked to a lot of wineries, obviously, and um, uh, lots of them complain about logistical nightmare at the moment of actually getting deliveries done. Yeah, so it, it has been tough. I think the couriers are extremely busy because a lot of people are ordering online. So it's been slightly slower than normal, but we've been able to, to get good service from the couriers that we've used. Okay. And uh, your long-term vision for um, Light Bloomers, where do you see um, your business going and your brand going? Um, so I think we set ourselves like a medium goal, medium-term goal of a number of bottles that we want to get to that we sell every month. So, and we built our kind of sales and everything based on our customer base and how we want to grow that, that kind of loyal customer base to a certain point and how many boxes of wine we would like them to order. Month, but I think eventually we would like to become a brand, a global brand, and export our wines to different countries. I mean, I have people in, that have inquired from from the US and from Europe, and also from countries like Australia. It's just getting to a point where we produce enough and that we can actually actually make a profit out of it is is still the challenge for us to get to. Yes, uh, I, I think that that is that is the first um, hurdle is getting you know making enough wine. So. Yeah. I mean, you've had quite an interesting um, start in the wine business. Like you say, your dad started in his 50s and um, you've been involved right from the beginning when he started. So what is the most important thing that you've learned from this journey? So me and the rest of my business partners, even my dad, um, we, I mean, we come from, a high, we come from high pressure industries um, where things need to happen quickly. Um, there's no time to wait for anything, anyone. And, I think uh, you know time is money, but with wine, I mean, there's a lot of waiting and a lot of being patient. And I think that's the one thing that we've had to learn with the winemaking is you need to appreciate time more. I mean, you need to slow down slightly, enjoy the process of making the wine, of tasting it, of seeing it develop and grow. And that, that that's the thing for me. We've learned to appreciate time and the and the craft and that that goes into it. I think that's right. I, I I I mean, I just spoke to a winery this morning, and the guys mentioned the same thing, right? They said patience. 
is the big thing required because I think people forget that uh, that making wine is 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 actually still the agricultural activity. You know, it's like seed. Yeah, seed it's it's almost like a seasonal um, activity. You've got to wait for the harvest, and then the wine has to ripen. Yeah. You know, every, everything has to yeah. happen. So so yeah. that's that's quite interesting. Um, so um, if you can give me a wine quote, what would that be? I don't really have a, a favorite wine quote, um, but I do love the stories that we get back from our customers. And oh, tell us one. Right? I'd, I'd love to hear one of your stories. Um, sure. I think one of the, the, the biggest things for us is uh, like the, with the new phonies. I sent out the, the new phonies, and it's always, always great getting the feedback. I mean, one of my good friends just sent me a, a WhatsApp the other day saying, Oh, it's such a smooth wine. And it's so nice and easy to drink. And I think that's the one thing for us where we could say, actually that's, that's exactly what we wanted to achieve is create something that's smooth and easy to drink. I mean, some of the stories of the, the weddings we've had, I mean, it's been, it's been quite a journey. And you'll see that's why our slogan is, there's a story in every bottle, what's yours? And we really want people to tell us, hey, actually, I had this story. My, my sister came over for the first time in a, in a year and we actually opened one of your wines and we had just a good evening and it was actually such a great uh, uh, social uh, created such good memories out of it do you ever ask your customers to record these stories and send them to you uh we, we asked for for short feedbacks on the stories but yeah we haven't we haven't necessarily asked them to record it but we have one or two that's actually given us a little bit more detail on it and so on I think that could be a good marketing strategy, getting some video where people actually, you know, say something yeah. within your brand, especially in today's environment. I think that that could work very, very well. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have some, we have some videos um, that we want to record at the end of July that's coming up, but that pro we'll probably start releasing some of those ones in uh, September, October. So, so on some roundabout day. You mean, you mentioned that um, you've got a new uh, uh, wine coming out. What, what, what is that? What is that going to be? So we, we have actually got a new Farnies Fusion coming out at the end of this year, which we actually took two years wines and blended together to get the, to get the taste we wanted. And then we've got a, a signature cab that's coming out. It's been on Oak for 18 months. Um, it's a little bit more full-bodied um, that we're bringing out. And then later this year, we're going to bring out a new rosé. Um, last year, we made it all. The current rosé we've made out of Pinot Noir. Um, but we're going to actually change that Pinot Noir design now into an MCC over the next few years. And we're experimenting with a new blend of taking a Merlot Sauvignon Blanc and making the candy floss into a bit of a, a blended, like more of a blush type of um, uh, rosé. So we've got three wines coming out now, probably in the next two, three months. Oh, okay. That's amazing. Is Jay, um, how do people get hold of you guys if they want to order wine? So we are on Facebook. Uh, I think it's Late Bloomer Boutique Winery as well as Instagram and then our website, which is latebloomerwines.com. And people can email us there or they can contact us through so social media as well. So they can DM you if they want something. Yeah. So um, just repeat that um, uh, offer you have again, that special. I mean, that's, that would that'd be nice for people. I, it sounded actually quite nice. Yeah, we've got the... The, I really miss summer um, special, which is 12 bottle, bottles of our summer Sauvignon Blanc uh, for 10% discount and free delivery. We all miss summer, right? I can't wait for summer to start this year and maybe get back yeah. to normal. It's just, thank yeah. you so much for, for, for your time. And, um, Thanks uh, for having uh, me. No, it's a pleasure. Um, uh, you know, I know you guys are busy and um, good luck with everything. Good luck getting your, your, um, your wedding business back on track as well. I suppose that's, that's, a, that's a different challenge. Um, yeah, but, I know but, 
but thank you thank you for for speaking to us and um yeah i think our listeners will find this interesting yeah, awesome thanks thank you for supporting our show if you would like to get more exposure for your business please have a look at our sponsorship options thanks again for supporting about the winelands please follow us on youtube and on our social media channels all details and links are in the description Thank you.